Yo, 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 what's going on, good people? Today is Monday, July 12th, 2021. Time is 9.40 Eastern Time. You're on over the episode of The Bridge. Get down with Big Ron Brown's episode number 81 of The Bridge. Get down with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush, King Kush, it's all the same. Here bringing my humble opinion about things that's going on in our everyday lives, things that we talk about, sports, music, politics, news on the local, national, and global level, things that's going on in our everyday lives, things that's going on right now. Uh, just a few topics that I'm going to talk about. Uh, some Confederate statues have been removed in Charlottesville. Uh, more COVID and um, vaccine updates. Um, got some more news and um, more updates on the uh, situation that happened in um, Surfside, Florida. <clears throat> some more sports-related news that's going on in our everyday lives. And um, so we're just going to jump right into it. Um, first of all, like, as I've been doing the past 18 months, we're going to get into some COVID and vaccine um, updates. As of right now, here in the United States, there's 33.8 million cases of COVID here in the United States. As a result, 606,027 people have died as a result of COVID. Uh, 334 million vaccines have been administered. 47.9% of the country has been fully vaccinated. I'll read those numbers again. It's 30, 33.8 million cases of COVID here in the United States. 606,027 people have died in the United States as a result of COVID. 47.9% have been fully vaccinated. 334 million vaccines have been given. Um, as a result, um, other COVID-related news I saw in Galveston, Texas, 150 plus people, campers and adults were infected by COVID because of a gathering. Not sure if all of them had been um, vaccinated or not, um, or if they were wearing masks. Other COVID-related news that I saw, Chicago Teachers Union is requesting that at least 80% of the students to be vaccinated by October of 2021. Higher COVID, uh, higher COVID deaths, COVID rate and COVID deaths in the states that voted for Trump in 2020 are higher than anywhere else in the country. I will say that again. The states that voted for Trump in 2020 had the higher rates and COVID deaths in the country than anywhere else in the United States. There will be no fans in the stands for the Tokyo Olympic Games due to the outbreak, a recent outbreak that has um, broken out over in Japan. So the Olympics are due to start on July 23rd. So there will be no fans in the stands due to a recent outbreak over uh, due to COVID over in Japan. And so the last thing I saw due to COVID-related news that I saw from last week, um, the Tyson um, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder fight was supposed to be the third fight of their um supposed to be the third fight in their trilogy um fight that they've had was supposed to be sometime this month. I believe it has now been postponed until the fall because Tyson Fury has tested positive for COVID. So it's just COVID is just it's just touching it's touching all areas of life. It's touching sports. It's touching politics. It's touching everything. People, if I say it once, I'll say it a thousand times. If you have not gotten vaccinated, please go get vaccinated. Please go get vaccinated. Once again, I said 47% of this country has fully, has fully been vaccinated. We did not reach President Biden's um, goal to be 70% vaccinated by the 4th of July, but we are almost at 50%, which is mean that's held as over half. We're still, the variant strand has reached all 50 states. The new variant strand, this is the strongest strand of COVID, has reached all 50 states. 
and people please just do just do yourself a favor do everybody else a favor that you are around go get vaccinated please go get vaccinated it's just the only way we're going to beat this virus covid is not going anywhere it's here you might as well get used to it yeah we're trying to move on we're trying to move forward people trying to do things that we normally used to do before covid happened but you might as well get used to hearing the words covid 19 because it's not going nowhere it's, it's like i said you just might as well just used to get used to hearing the words covid shot or covid vaccine you might as well look at it like getting, getting your flu shot once a year like you do in the fall go get vaccinated if you've not gotten vaccinated please continue to social distance yourself wear your mask sanitize yourself do the things that you need to do in order to stay safe because like i said there's just four or five different scenarios where COVID has affected the Olympic Games. It affected the Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder fight because Fury tested positive. Uh, people who are going camping in, in, uh, at, a, at a church camp in Galveston, Texas, 150 plus people had got infected by COVID. It's not going anywhere, people. I know we want to get back to normal. I know we want to get back to living our lives and doing the things that we normally do. But people, please, go get vaccinated. That's the only way we're going to beat this. This one, I saw this one lady on CNN begged her husband, I believe somewhere near Seattle, Washington. She begged her, it was either her husband or her brother. She begged the man to go get tested. Please go get vaccinated. Please go get vaccinated. He would not listen. The man died. He got COVID and he passed away. The rest of his family got vaccinated. He just was being stubborn and hard-headed and he died as a result. You can get COVID, you can pass away. 630. 600 and 606,000 people in this country have died from COVID. Over 4 million people around the world have passed away from COVID-19. This is real. It's not a hoax. It's not political news. It's real. The states that voted for Trump, they are, they are the highest states. Texas, Tennessee, all the, all the Bible Belt, the entire South. And by the way, Trump got vaccinated. He talked the most-ish about the vaccine it was a hoax it was political news it wasn't real it was fake he his family after they contracted covid after they found out they tested positive for covid they went and got the vaccine so he can talk all this noise all he wants to and make you believe that it wasn't real it was just a make-believe he went and got tested for, he went and got the vaccine so if you can sit around here and be and, and not be smart if you want to i'm just saying it is what it is um, updates on the Surfside Florida collapse. Um, as of right now, 90 people have been recovered. 90 people have um, died as a result of this, um, leaving some 60 or 70 other people still unaccounted for. Uh, they have removed 14 million pound, tons of rubble from the site. 14 million tons of rubble and debris has been removed. 90 plus people have been confirmed dead with 60 or 70 other people have been unaccounted for. Other buildings in that area are not deemed safe, um, possibly built by the same people. That building that collapsed was um, built in 1980, if I'm not mistaken, it was over 40 years old. It was, they, didn't, they, they did not, they ignored all the signs that would need to be renovated and upkept. And as a result, this tragedy happened, so. My thoughts and prayers definitely go out to all of those people. Uh, the Haitian president was murdered at his home during a home invasion. Uh, his wife, uh, he was shot and killed by assassins that pretty much 
uh, broke into his home pretending to be DEA agents. Uh, his wife was shot and injured. Also, she was flown to Miami, uh, taken to emergency surgery. I think she's. I think she was. Um, she pulled through. She is okay at this time. I think she is in, still in critical condition, but she is alive. Um, as a result, I think 20 people have been captured. Some are still on the run. Three of them, uh, three suspects were killed. Two Americans were a part of that group. And the man who um, I just saw on CNN not too long ago, the man who orchestrated it and paid for it all, was uh, had he was arrested. He had they found s several rounds of ammunition at his home. He had he, he, he was on a mission to um, kill people as far as in a, in a political aspect. So the man was on a mission to do this from the jump. He hired 20 assassins. Uh, two of them were American. Three of the suspects were killed. And some, I think five or six, are still on the run. And the new appointed Haitian president, who is, um, I would be scared to death if I was him, because if they will come in and do this to him, this was to stop him from keep doing this. So uh, it's a mess right now in Haiti. It's, 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 a, it's a political nightmare. But any country to have their prime minister or their president would be assassinated. So definitely my thoughts and prayers go out to that family, that that, that family, that, that um, everyone that was connected with him. So this is definitely going to be an ongoing situation where it's, it's, <laughs> this is it's not, it's not going away anytime soon. And the story behind it, the news behind it, the, 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 the issues behind it will definitely surface as time goes on. Um, we're going to get into some sports real quick. Getting to some NBA Finals action. Game three of the NBA Finals was last night between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks took that victory 120 to 100. Uh, Phoenix does Phoenix does lead the series two games to one. Game four will be Wednesday night in Milwaukee, starting starting at nine o'clock Eastern Time. Giannis in his first and Milwaukee's first playoff, Milwaukee's first NBA Finals home game since 1974. Giannis did not disappoint. He had 41 points. It was back-to-back -back 40 points. He had 42 points in games two of the NBA Finals. So Giannis did not disappoint. He got some help from Chris Middleton. He got some help from Drew Holiday. So, I mean, we already know Giannis does struggle from the free throw line. He struggled from making a jump shot, struggled from the three-point line. But everything else about this game was on point, back-to-back 40-point -back games. Uh, they were always trying to compare these superstars to Jordan and Kobe and LeBron and Magic and Bird and all those type of things because uh, in the 1993 NBA Finals, Jordan had four straight 40-point games against the Phoenix Suns, and now Giannis has back-to-back 40-point -back games against the Phoenix Suns in this NBA Finals. And I love his response when they were talking about they all try to compare him to Jordan. He said, "I'm not Michael Jordan. I'm Giannis. I'm just trying to do what I can." To get the, to get to get a victory, and I'm worried about Game Four to try to get another victory, and that's just my my opinion. Please stop comparing. They were already comparing um, Devin Booker to Kobe Bryant. That's what we do. That's what they love to do. The analysts analysts love to do that. Everybody else in the sports world love to do that. They love to they love to say this person is the next LeBron. This person is the next Kobe. This person is the next uh, Michael Jordan. Stop that. Stop doing that. Please stop doing that. Because when they don't live up to those expectations, you you are you will be the first one to say they're a bum, they suck, or they they're, they're this and they're that. Please stop doing that, please. 
Because just let these kids be them. Let them be themselves. Let them be themselves. Let them develop and, 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 and develop and turn into the people that they are supposed to be. The superstars they were supposed to be. Stop comparing them to that era. That era was great. It was the golden age of basketball. It's over. Let these kids be themselves. Let these kids flourish and develop and dominate in their own skill set. Quit comparing them to Jordan. Quit comparing them to LeBron. Quit comparing them to Kobe Bryant. That's not fair. It's not fair. Just let them be great in their own right. Let them develop. Let them grow. Let them mature. Let them make the mistakes because they're going to make mistakes. It's all a part of the growing process. Stop comparing. You know, I, can't, I can't stand what we do. We always got to compare and contrast. Compare and contrast. That's not fair. It's not, it's not fair to put that kind of pressure on these kids, man. Stop doing that. So Giannis, he had a great game last night. Like I said, back-to-back 40-point games. Phoenix takes a 2-1 to series lead. Milwaukee needed that game last night, in my opinion, because if they would have went down 0-3, it probably would have been a sweep because I don't see Milwaukee coming back and winning four straight games against that team. So they have now definitely made it a series. It would at least go five games. And so I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in game four on Wednesday night as the rest of the country. Also, another sports-related news, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup, uh, beating Montreal one to nothing in Game 5. They are back-to-back Stanley Cup champs. City of Tampa Bay, they, they continue to celebrate City of Champions because, as we all know, back in February, Tampa, uh, the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, and now you have the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning win back-to-back Stanley Cups. So if the Devil Rays win the World Series, you're going to have to call, start calling uh, Tampa Bay you know what I'm saying? The city of champions because it would definitely be there would definitely be um definitely be the truth. Um not well, yeah it is. This next topic I'm talking about is kind of sports related because this young lady does happen to play basketball, but I'm talking about her on another de- on another um aspect. I hope I'm saying her name right, Zalia, Zalia Avant Gardi Gardi from Harvey, Louisiana became the first African-American at 14 years old to win the National Spelling Bee. She spelled the word Mariah, Mariah, if I'm not mistaken. So congratulations to her. I think she won a prize of $50,000 for winning the Spelling Bee. She was at the ESPY. She's been all over Good Morning America. She's been on CNN. She's been on all over news outlets. And the young lady can ball. She has three Guinness, she holds three Guinness World Records for um, dribbling the most basketballs at one time and the young lady can hoop too I can definitely see her being in the WNBA one day LSU Louisiana State University which is right near her hometown in Baton which is right near where she is from Louisiana has already given her a full they already um, promised her a full scholarship when she graduates high school so congratulations to her black girl magic at its best the girl can not only hoop She's smart, intelligent, talented, all the way around. Congratulations, Zelia. Well-deserved, well-earned. You deserve all the shine that you are getting right now. Other sports-related news. <laughs> Rachel Nichols apologizes to Maria Taylor for her affirmative action comments, saying that Maria Taylor, the only reason she got her job, is because of affirmative action, and she felt like that's the only reason she deserves to have her job at ESPN. Well, that tape leaked. It got out. She was suspended for a few days. Uh, she probably shed a few tears. Got back here and she got her job back. 
Well, I don't think she's going to be at the NBA Finals this year, reporting, but I'm pretty sure next season, next NBA Finals, she'll be back reporting. She, she, so. But Maria Taylor is a good analyst. She's, she knows what she's talking about. She's been doing this job for years. I want to say she, she did not get this job just because she's a black woman. She got this job because she deserved it. She's a great analyst. She knows what she's talking about. She brings a flavor to the set. If you've ever seen the NBA countdown or the NBA finals uh, pregame show, she brings a certain flavor. She brings a certain uh, swagger. She brings a certain intelligence, beauty, and grace to the set. And let's just, uh, and me being a black man, I'm not afraid to say it. Yes, I am proud of her because she is a black woman, but she also knows what she's talking about and she's proven that over the years. Anytime you're able to sit there on set with Jalen Rose and uh, Jay Williams and other people and other analysts that sit there and they're able to talk, go, go back and forth and talk basketball and hold your own. Not just sitting there being, uh, um, not just sitting there being uh, um, a pretty face with a smile. She actually knows what she's talking about and she's proven that time and time again. So, Carrie Champion, Jamel Hill, uh, Maria, Maria Taylor, all these, all these women that are a part of all these women that are a part, are part of the sports um, analysts and journalism and bringing the sports in the sports world. I salute you. I thank you for being who you are. Never change. Never stop being who you are and doing what you're doing. Thank you for being and thank you for doing what you do. Um, other news that I want to get into. Um, the U.S. overseas in the Middle East. Let's jump into that real quick. Uh, the U.S. has withdrawn from the Middle East. Is at 90% to be done by August 31st. Uh, President Biden said last week we did not go over to Afghanistan to build a nation. We came over there to assist. And it's been a, it's been the longest war in American history, going all the way back to the attacks of September 11th, which will be the September 11th would be 20 years ago. And ever since that day, we have been overseas assisting. We've been overseas fighting. We've been overseas giving aid. We've been overseas helping. We've been overseas. A lot of our a lot of our soldiers have been wounded beyond uh, comprehension, and most of them had died. We have lost thousands upon thousands of U.S. military personnel that I can eat. I can't even count. This is the like I said. This is the longest war in U.S. American history, and it needed to come to an end. President Biden hit a dead on the head. I agree with that we did not go over there to build a nation. We went over there to assist. And we have been assisting for a long period of time. And it's time to withdraw. It's time to build, reboard up, pull our resources back, let Afghanistan be a nation on their own. Uh, the Taliban, are, from what I've seen, has grown. The Taliban forces have definitely increased. They're definitely thinking this is, this is a victory. But... President Biden said we will assist from afar, but they did not go over there to be over there for 20 years. I don't think I've ever seen, like I said, this is the longest war I've ever think I can remember in, in U.S. history. So it was time to withdraw most of the personnel from that area and to assist, not to um, build, not help build a nation over there. Assist from afar, help out when needed, but not to go over there and especially so many American lives as soldiers that have been lost during this two decade long war. So just my opinion. Um, first lady to uh, Biden honors the first person to receive the vaccine shot. He um, honored her with a plaque, a dinner, a benefit. She was also given a parade in New York City. 
with a bunch of other essential workers were giving up a raid in New York City. That's all nice and good. That's all nice. That's all fine. But um, I'm just the point. Listen, if you really want to show your appreciation to the essential workers, the policemen, the judges, the doctors, the nurse practitioners, the uh, EMS drivers, dispatchers like myself, I happen to be a dispatcher, the truck drivers, factory workers, oil workers, the, those of us who have been working nonstop in this pandemic for the past 18 months, we didn't, we didn't have the luxury or the convenience to work from home. We had to get up and go out here in the middle of this, in the middle of this, the worst pandemic that it has been in over a hundred years. We had to still get up and grind, still had to go take care of our families and still work. If you really want to show your appreciation to us, if you really want to show that you care and value what we do, cut the check. That's just where I'm at with mine. Cut the check. Don't pat me on my back and say, boy, keep up the good work. No. Cut the check. Hazard pay. Essential worker pay. And don't let me let me get started on reparations. As far as I'm concerned, me being a black person in this country, that word doesn't even exist. They can abolish it from the dictionary. That's just like the Easter Bunny, Santa Claus, and the Tooth Fairy. That word, they don't even exist. Reparations do not even exist. I doubt if we will ever see those words in my lifetime. My daughter, she'll be one on July 15th. And I doubt if she'll... I doubt when she becomes an adult 20 years from now that she'll ever see those. That that will ever come into that will ever happen. But yeah, you, you you say we're essential workers and you value what we do, and those of us who are out here grinding and working have not stopped. You want to value what we do? You really want to show your appreciation? Yeah, the plaques are nice. The benefit dinners are cool. The parades are cool. That's nice. Cut the check. Cut the check. Show your appreciation the American way, which is the almighty dollar bill. Cut the check. Period. We've been out here grinding nonstop, working in this hazard, being essential workers that we are, nonstop. Call volumes didn't slow down. Calls of service didn't slow down. We've been out here grinding and doing what we do every single day, answering the call. Cut the check. Period. That's just my opinion on the situation. Uh, like I said earlier, Charlottesville, Virginia, um, two Confederate statues were removed. Uh, one of them being, I believe, Robert E. Lee. So two of those statues is just funny. Four years later, <clears throat> four years later, those statues were removed after those uh, uh, so-called American patriots with the uh, tiki torches and the white polo shirts and the khaki shorts were walking through uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, at the University of Virginia, saying we will not be replaced and you, we will not be forgotten and we will be thought of and all that other rhetoric BS that they were screaming out and yelling at each, at people and causing a ruckus and uh, um, Trump saying that they were very fine people on both sides. So the, the very statues that they wanted to protect have been removed and they will probably be put in a box and pasted in the museum and all this, that, and the third. But uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, if I'm not mistaken, is about two and a half, three hours from Virginia Beach. So uh, I got an idea what you can do with those statues. You can take that two and a half hour, two and a half, three hour drive down to Virginia Beach. You get you a nice, when you get to the beach, you get you a nice strong ship. You put those statues on it. You go about a thousand yards into the ocean, have a nice, nice little ceremony, say the last little parting words, and then you drop them. And then you drop them into the abyss. That's what you do with those statues as far as I'm concerned. So just... um. 
Yeah, yeah. Trump called them very nice people, and they cause all this ruckus, and and just goes to show you who he is and what he stands for. Now he's um suing Facebook, Twitter, and all these other social media outlets for not allowing him to go in and spew his rhetoric and and all this other stuff that he likes to say. As he's still holding rallies like he's still the president. He's still believing that he will be reinstated next month. The man is not taking responsibility. Of course, he's not taking responsibility for nothing, especially what happened January 6th. They keep showing new footage of these officers and everything that happened on January 6th. He is responsible. He's responsible for all of this. There's so much the man is responsible for, but yet will not take accountability for nothing. Will not hold himself accountable for nothing. And this it's, is crazy. This man actually thinks that he's still the president. He's still holding rallies. He's still saying, these people are still saying that he lost the election. He's still thinking he's going to be reinstated next month. It is unfreaking real. It's unreal. But I guess he, think he thought he was Teflon Don for so long that, <laughs> man, listen. Oh, my God. Hopefully one day people will be held accountable. Um, even the rich, white, racist people in America will be held accountable because... You can't keep going. You can't keep treating people and saying and thinking you're doing anything you want to do and thinking you're going to get, a, get away with it. So just my humble opinion. Uh, the Mount Laurel, New Jersey man that been on his racist tirade and making racist threats and comments about people. Uh, the biracial couple that live in this complex in Mount Laurel, New Jersey, he was arrested, charged with causing, uh, causing disturbance. And now come to find out he's also facing new charges for stalking and drug charges. So all you racists out there that want to kick up dust and make your tyrants and make you make your rants and make threats and you're a patriot and you won't be forgotten and this is my America and I, I stand for the red, white, and blue and just kicking up dust. And every time you do, all your old dirt that you, you've done is it blows right back in your face. So keep being idiots, keep being the, the, the dummies that you are, thinking that you're doing the right thing, and all your dirt and everything that who you are about your past is gonna come back and blow back in your face. So that's just irony. That's what goes around comes around. So that's just my humble opinion. And uh, last but not least, um, actress Suzanne Douglas from The Parenthood, Jason's Lyric, how Stella Grata grew back. I want to say rest in peace to her. She passed away at the age of 64. Beautiful lady. That's what I remember. Beautiful lady, talented lady who she was from Chicago. Um, that's where I remember her from. I definitely remember her being... Um, Robert Townsend's wife in the show The Parenthood, beautiful, intelligent, no-nonsense lady, actress for many years. Like I said, she was also on Jason Lyrics. I still got a groove back. So um, I think she, uh, I don't know exactly what she passed away from. I don't know if she was sick with COVID or anything, but she did pass away from the, at the age of 64. So I want to say rest in peace to her. And my thoughts and prayers are with her family, her friends, and everyone who knew and loved her personally so i just want to say rest in peace to her she was a beautiful lady inside and out she would definitely be missed by everyone who knew and loved her so rest in peace to suzanne douglas who passed away at the age of 64 last week and as always how i end my show we all come from different races as long as we all come from different races, backgrounds, cultures, places, and statuses, but we are more alike than we are different. When we can see each other as human, find common ground and interests, begin to pick each other's brain, and dig into the core of each other respectfully and peacefully, only then can we begin to heal each other and truly bridge the gap between all of us. 
It's another episode of The Bridge, episode number 81 of The Bridge. Get down with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush, King Kush, it's all the same. Still bringing my humble opinion about things I like to talk about. Um, I will be posting this to, um, and you can catch this on Anchor Podcast. I will be also posting this to my Facebook page in a few in a few minutes so you can catch it again. Uh, just bringing my humble opinion about things I like to talk about, man. Uh, people, please stay safe. Go get vaccinated if you need if you haven't done so already. Uh, praying for the violence that's all over the city of Philadelphia and all over this country. Uh, praying for people's safety. Hopefully people can enjoy their summers. Um, I also want to send some happy birthday shouts. Uh, happy birthday to my big brother Lodak. He turned into the big 5-0 today. Uh, happy birthday to my big uh, to my older cousin Tierra. She's also like a big sister to me. Happy birthday to her. Um, also, um, Thursday will be a national holiday. Uh, Thursday, July 15th will be my wife and our daughter, Layla Nicole Brown. She will turn the big one. She will be one years old this Thursday, July 15th. Uh, I remember when she was born, it was 1136 a.m. She came into the world and she's been a joy. She's been a blessing. She's been a beautiful, vibrant little girl, uh, crawling all over the place. Her smile could light up a room. Just hearing her coo and laugh and grow. It's been a blessing, man. It's been an absolute blessing, an honor and a privilege. I am honored to be her father. And Tasha and I are honored to be her parents. And just looking forward to seeing her grow and everything that comes with being a parent. So she will be one this Thursday coming up. So uh, happy early birthday to my baby Layla. Just thank you for being um, a blessing to your mother and I. So. That's how I wanted to end today's show. So you guys have a good one. Stay safe. Um, And I'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace.